Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of Mojo Mondays with myself and Coach Carly. Hey everybody. So today we're going to talk about confidence, which it's actually a little bit ironic because this is our third take, isn't it? And you're like, come on, you've got to get more confident in what you're going to say. <laughs> so it's very applicable. So I've got my confidence now. Good. So so confidence, the Latin, derives from a Latin word called condifera, and I hope I've pronounced that properly, which means to trust fully. So if you think about that, if you think about trusting, if you trust somebody else, anybody that you're in any sort of relationship with, you trust that they are going to do the things that they say they're going to do, right? Mm-hmm. So you've got to develop that trust in yourself to to be able to build that confidence. So get into that habit of doing what you say you're going to do. And I really love that term um, forge. So you forge confidence, which that comes from that the forging the samurai sword, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It comes from basically heating the samurai sword and then bashing it um, and then cooling it and then continuing that process. But it's about about the amount of work that goes into it that's pretty key and it's a it's a thorny topic this confidence thing right um mm. and i think um there's been a, a a big issue with the self-esteem movement that came out in the 1980s in the united states <clears throat> where it was all about self-esteem which is linked to confidence and we'll go into that in a second but they saw that people who had higher self-esteem basically had lower levels of crime and a whole heap of other good things. So they thought, let's just build people's self-esteem. So they started all this, what's called boosterism, where they boost people's confidence in their self-esteem by telling them that they're awesome. Hmm. But that actually flies in the face of the research around confidence. And I think probably the most comprehensive stuff is the stuff that was done um, by the mental toughness guys who were on my podcast and back in September 2022 for anybody who wants to look at it. And um, a confidence orientation was one of their four key components of mental toughness. So they describe confidence in two parts. One is your confidence in ability. So people who have confidence in their abilities, they're more likely to believe that they are worthwhile individual, right? And they're less dependent on external validation from others. I think that massively plays into what's going on today, particularly with social media, particularly with young teenage girls on social media and that external validation, right? They also tend to be more optimistic and it has this confidence and ability has got strong links to your knowledge, your skills, and the behaviors that you're doing to, to your point. And I've always thought, well, geez, doesn't confidence just come from, um, knowing that you either have the knowledge or the skills, but there's a bit more to it, right? So then they have this interpersonal confidence, which is about people being confident when they're dealing with other people. So that's Mm. either that they are adept at engaging with other people, whether it's socially or professionally, but also that ability to um, be assertive whenever it's needed and not be walked all over, right? So there's those two two different components um, and overall confidence is linked to self-efficacy from Bondura. It's also linked to optimism in life, higher self-image, better life satisfaction, and it's negatively linked to anxiety 
um, which is, is is pretty clear. But that I think the 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 stuff that that you're talking about that trust is really linked to that self-efficacy piece. Right? Yeah, yeah, and a good way to build that trust in yourself is as I said earlier, is to do the things that you say you're going to do. So, uh, and I think a place to start is the fundamentals. It's what you do every single day that is going to um, take you towards the person that you really want to be. So the, the fundamentals of moving, eating, sleep, connection, connecting with people and, and focus or attention where your attention lies and if you can build those habits every single day, then that's going to build the trust in yourself that you, yes, you do the things you're going to do, not meaning you're going to be suddenly this perfect human being, but it um, it develops that, that trust that's then going to have a knock-on into other areas. And it's also part of that physiology drives psychology as well, isn't it? So, Yeah, for me, this is, this, this, this is massive. With, mm. with the whole, all of that psychology, a lot of people, you know, they go into depths about the psychology aspect, but just don't talk about the physiology. Yeah. Um, and, and often it's leading with the body, right? That mm. if you are doing, if you're not doing those fundamentals, um, if your sleep is shit house, your nutrition shit house, your exercise is shit house, that is going to massively affect all of your neurotransmitters in your brain. And it's over time going to affect the structure of your brain as well. Um, mm. So f- for me, that focusing on the fundamentals and doing what you say you're going to do and, and doing those behaviors to give yourself the physiological basis to have the good psychology, right? Yeah. And, and then it's about as well as um, doing all those things you say you're going to do, some really cool research shows that you need to savor your wins for 10 to 12 seconds to really embed them into your brain. Um, yeah. And, and that, that's part of that self-efficacy loop, the belief that, that I can do this and it's making a difference. So it's when you do go and exercise when you don't want to or you choose the healthy thing, it's actually focusing on that, giving yourself a pat on the back that builds your self-efficacy and your confidence that can then spill out into other areas, right? Yeah, and absolutely. I, we're, we're not saying that this is the be-all and end-all of confidence, but I think it's a, it's a critical step that a lot of people um, don't even think about is, yeah. is, is that those fundamentals and trusting yourself that you can – because if you can't trust yourself, who else is going to trust you? Yeah, it's really building that foundation, isn't it? And then from there, um, you know, trusting yourself. And then if there's something that you're lacking in confidence with, it's like as you were also talking about is the the skills. Mm. So I know that, you know, I mean, I'm if I'm going to do a presentation, the only way to build my confidence is to really work on the presentation and know my content. And so I can then develop the con- the confidence to then step out onto that stage or, or on Zoom, whatever it is, and I'm confident because I know my content. Yeah, uh, you know, If I didn't do that, I wouldn't be confident. So you have to earn it. You have to earn the confidence. Yeah, that's right. And it, and it comes from 
developing those skills and abilities, not um, from telling your kids that they're bloody awesome and uh, <laughs> this yes, sort of stuff. Yeah. That, because what that does is it it falsely boosts it's that boosterism, and then they they have that that self confidence that's actually not warranted. And and then it can come absolutely crashing down. Mm-hmm. Um, but we also know that there are negatives to it, to being too confident as well. So it's a bit of a fine balance, right? So the the research from the mental toughness guy shows that people who have um, too much confidence in their own abilities tend to take on too much stuff, right? They can be dismissive. They can be arrogant. They can be intolerant of others who are not as skilled as them. They can believe they're right even when they're wrong. And they can persuade others um, to but to believe them even when they're wrong, right? And they can then, in the worst case scenario, develop this grandiose narcissism, right? Where mm. they think they're just freaking awesome. What Oscar calls ego dysmorphia. Yeah, I know. That's what I was going to say. It's like ego dysmorphia. I love that. <laughs> And then they have also shown that too much interpersonal confidence when people have that. And we all know these people, right, who just have this this massive confidence about them that often is just not warranted. But often they get their own way. They're shithouse at listening. They interrupt people all the time. They can be stubborn. They can dominate discussions. They can be aggressive and, and manipulative. They can be verbal bullies and they can wear other people down with their superior oral skills. And, and a lot of that plays into narcissism as well. So narcissists mm-hmm. tend to be overconfident in their abilities and they have overconfidence in this interpersonal sphere. And I think we all recognize those sorts of people. So, yeah. And I it think is the opposite. The opposite of that, I think, and then something that I'm really trying to cultivate um, for myself is having calm confidence. So having that confidence to be able to 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 trust that I can do whatever I'm doing, or trust my interactions with others, but in a in a very calm way. Mm, and I yeah. feel like that's kind of the opposite to that ego dysmorphia. <laughs> yes, that understated confidence. We all know people who are, who are like that. So mm. so really, it's about. Um, as you're saying, develop that trust in yourself by doing the things that you said you're going to do, but particularly mm. focus around the fundamentals to give yourself the physiological basis to have good psychology. And then it's about, okay, so where do I need to develop more skills? Where do I need to develop more knowledge? Uh, and then whenever you do things that work out well, you got to savor them, right? And reflect on them. Um, I think that self-reflection piece is pretty important to the whole yeah. thing. And and the maybe the interpersonal confidence we'll talk about at some other stage because that's yeah. a whole can of worms. Yeah, yeah. No, maybe we'll do that in another, another podcast episode. Okay, folks. So hopefully there's been a couple of little tidbits in there. Um, that's it for this time. Catch, catch you next week. See you next week. Bye. 